You're listening to the Code with Intent podcast, where we explore real-world software projects. And now your host, Rick Hernandez. Episode 3 for CodeWithIntent.com. And in this episode, we'll be talking about the new year, JS Academy, and the new you. Now, if you guys are listening to this podcast for the very first time, uh, my name is Rick. And this is episode three, and I'm very excited about 2016 and what 2016 has in 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 for me. Because 2016, 2015 was an amazing year for me, and 2016 is going to be even a better year than 2015. Uh, so I just want to create this podcast because I want to, I want you guys to be up to date with what I'm doing and ultimately kind of where uh, code with intent is headed and, and how 2016 is going to be turned, is going to turn out. So I hope you're as excited for the new year as I am. And definitely there's going to be some good opportunities for the new year to come and lots of great things are going to be happening. But here at code with intent, we had a great year. Uh, 2015 was amazing. And I actually got the opportunity to meet a couple of you in real life, um, especially in all these different places that I went and traveled to. And I, it really got me motivated and encouraged to continue what I'm doing. Uh, and definitely because my writing is, I can see that it's impacting a wide variety of people from all, all around the world, which is uh, really humbling and very important to me. And I like the fact that I can actually contribute back and actually create something worth of value. Now, I'll be here as long as you guys want me to be here. Uh, I'll I'll keep providing you with content just as long as you guys tell me that you guys actually want to see this. So if you link to my content or share it or whatever it might be on your social networks, I really appreciate that. So thank, thank you for everybody that did that in 2015. Looking forward to more of that in 2016. So let's take, let's, let's take a look for the stats for 2016. And for those that are, that are listening to the podcast or not, not viewing the stream, that is okay. Uh, the I'll be reading out everything here. So if you're not looking at the actual screen, you'll still be able to see what I'm looking at here. And for 2015, uh, there was 12 articles published that code with intent. And I'm just going to go ahead and read out the, the article titles here. And the first one was how to set up OBS Soundflower for OSX for LiveCoding.tv. And I actually got the opportunity to play around with LiveCoding.tv. I looked at some of the interviews that the CEO, um, the co-founders did. And it looked pretty interesting. It looks like a nice tool specifically for programmers just because it gives you that entire community feel. They can actually go there and actually talk to other programmers and explain them and so on and so forth. But what I found out is that Live Coding is just not the type of platform that I want to be on just because everybody there is more targeted towards like criticism big time. So you get trolled a lot and nobody's really there to give you active, like, you know, real criticism that you can actually take away and actually do something with it. It's more like, Hey, you're doing this wrong or you're doing that right. Or whatever it might be. It's more, it's more in a negative sense. So that's one of the parts that I just did not like about LiveCoding.tv. Again, it's not for me. It could possibly be for you. Give it a try. Obviously, we wrote a great tutorial for that. I also created another tutorial for uh, how to set up Braintree recurring billing using Node.js. And this tutorial actually took me a couple days to write. And it's a really good tutorial just because it gives you an idea of kind of how these subscription systems are built and how the 
system for charging payments and viewing payments and you know if you're PCI compliant if you're not PCI compliant and how recurring billing just happens and it's a great tutorial because it covers uh, I mean it has a, an application that's built from scratch all the way up to setting up a recurring billing with Braintree and for those uh, that don't know what Braintree is it's it's a company that was purchased by PayPal and they help you with the payment processing for for your application. So if you have an app that wants to do a payment processing, for example, an iOS app, Android app, whatever it might be, Braintree is a great tool for this because they allow you to, to do payments um, with them. So yes. So I have that tutorial set up for you guys. Uh, I also, uh, we completed episode two and episode two, we had the very first, um, the very first ever guest on the on the on the show which was very interesting because i never i have never interviewed anybody the way i interviewed uh, nestor back in mexico and it was a very informative lesson and i learned a lot from that interview and there will be definitely more interviews to come in 2016 and i definitely want to interview more of these uh, entrepreneurs that are actually wanting to get their app idea off the ground and and actually take it to market so that's going to be very interesting to see in 2016 how that plays out with interviews you can go listen to that episode that's episode 2 and i also started to we also created another tutorial for how to set up mathjacks on wordpress Plus some pretty cool uh, syntax highlighting. And if you guys don't know what MathJack is, MathJack is a library that enables you to add mathematical symbols to your website, which is really nice if you're if you're working with math on your website. It gives you that ability to give you that um, that syntax of generating math symbols, which is pretty cool. And then we published episode one, and that was the very first episode for Code with Intent podcast, which is very exciting because now we're on to episode three, and I can't wait to see how many more episodes are published in 2016. I also went ahead and, and created a, a tutorial that you guys seem to enjoy a lot on how to redirect your domain emails to Gmail for free using DigitalOcean. And this tutorial walks you through how to exactly do this, and it's it's pretty straightforward to do. But not a lot of people know that you can actually do this. And the reason why I, I went over and actually started creating this is because I have a lot of domain names that need to be forwarding lots of emails. So if you don't want to pay the Google PayPal, the Google fee, which is five bucks a month for each of the domains, you can just set up PostFix to take care of all this for you. So if you guys are interested in that, go check that out. How to redirect your domain emails to Gmail for free using DigitalOcean, PostFix, and your DNS. I've also worked on uh, another tutorial that I created here on advanced hybrid HTML5 applications. And if you guys have not read this post, it's pretty cool because it just walks you through how to set up your, your initial apps with Ionic. If you guys are familiar with Ionic, go check that post out. It gives you a nice intro into hybrid apps. Oh, <laughs> and another post, uh, free as in beer, why I work for free just for you. And this post, I I talk about I talk about the business side of things because back in February I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was going to take my my blog and 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 norick.com and, and the move on to the publishing online platform. I wasn't really sure if I if I wanted to take my career in that path. Um, and in May is when I actually made the, the, the big commitment that I was actually going to do this uh, as, a, as a real business because there's a difference between 
doing something as a hobby to doing something professionally, right? And my blog has always been a hobby. I've been blogging for since 2011, 2012, and it always just been a hobby where I just write. But this year, 2015 was a big year for me because I decided to go from a hobby to actually being my um, my job, right? Where, where I want my career to move towards. So that was a big shift. And, and this post, Free As In Beer, really solidifies those concepts there. And also, if you guys are interested in this one too, um, this is back in, in February too as well, how I built my web app in less than four hours. So if you're in a time crunch and you need to develop something very quickly, go over and read that post. It walks you through how I developed this pretty nice uh, web application in less than four hours. And then obviously the Mean.io tutorials, which I wrapped up in early January. I also got the opportunity to attend Campus Party. And if you guys are not familiar with Campus Party, Campus Party is a is an event that happens in Mexico once a year. And they do all kinds of things. Um, for example, the they promote different talks about different subjects so if you're interested in in software they have software if you're interested in in the internet of things they had internet of things if you're interested in in different all kinds of different talks they give they have demos they have challenges they it was just an amazing event it was out of this world um they had all kinds of interesting things going on and and lots of companies there and there's definitely like a lot of um excitement and technology specifically in, in, in Mexico and Guadalajara. And I enjoyed this event so much that I'm going back in 2016. It's not finalized yet, but I'm definitely planning on, on figuring out how I'm going to go back to Guadalajara next this year, 2016, and actually make this a reality again for 2016. And it was such a great event. I cannot say enough about it. If you're interested in going, it's definitely, you should definitely check it out. If you're, if you're somewhat in the software industry, this is, this is a great place to go. It just gives you a different perspective from the conferences that you regularly find here in the States. I also gave my first uh, code camp talk at the University of Utah, which was a really interesting, uh, it was a really interesting experience to have because I have, um, I'm pretty introverted kind of guy. So actually going in, and speaking in front of, you know, 30, 40 people uh, about a subject and, you know, letting them know, giving them a walkthrough, showing them how to use these tools was a very um, eye-opening experience for me personally, just because it gave me that confidence that I needed and, and, and it allowed me to show everybody, you know, different things that I'm interested in. I launched my first successful Android and iOS app, which was, which was pretty... Uh, I, I had no idea it was going to take off as, as good as it did. Uh, the stats for it are mono, are pretty good. And it's available on iOS and Android as well. So if you guys are wanting to give it a try, it's called the Hacker's Handbook. And there's a link uh, in this video, and there's also a link back in the blog post. But if you just go to the iOS app store and just put Hacker's Handbook, you'll find it there. And what it is, it's just an app that allows you to to essentially memorize these hacking concepts. And, and I go about it in a very neat way, giving you cards that you can flip over, verify that you know it, verify that you don't know it. So it kind of it kind of uh, reflects a little bit of the 
If you are familiar with um, the dating app Tinder, so you can swipe left, swipe right, and depending, if you know or if you don't know it, you'll be able to navigate the deck of cards. And once you get to the deck of cards, you have the ability to review the deck of cards that you don't know or go back and get tested on the deck of cards. So again, it's available for iOS and Android devices, and it's and it's it's pretty successful. I guess it's the most successful app that I have built ever. So it's 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 pretty cool. Um, again, if you want to check it out, uh, go to your app store and just type in Hacker's Handbook. Next up, uh, the YouTube channel for Code with Intent grew by fourteen hundred subscribers. So that's a pretty um, that's a pretty big boost. Uh, you guys are definitely interested in, in in what I have to say, which is which is really cool to see, and I can't wait for for 2016 and see how how 1,400 of you guys uh, help out to make this channel even better, make the blog even better, make the videos even better. So again, this could not be possible without you guys. So any comment you do leave uh, on this podcast, any comment you do leave on on any of my videos, if you comment on the blog post. If you comment on my writing, you know, the only thing that can happen is we can just improve the content to make it even better and better every time. We published over 15 new videos on YouTube. So if you guys now check those out, check those out definitely. Uh, the, the traffic for the blog grew by 200%, which is very exciting to see just because uh, my blog has never been a has never been a center focus of attention till now. And just putting in that work is really paying off. Just just like I said, it grew by 200% in 2015. So I can't wait for 2016, how much more it's going to grow. And I got the opportunity to work uh, remotely from Guadalajara at the Hacker Garage, which was a very, very fun experience. I got to meet lots of engineers. I got to meet um, just people from all over the world that were there in Guadalajara. And, and, and it was it was completely an awesome experience. And I definitely made some friends for, for a lifetime there. And lastly, here for Code with Intent, I launched a new ebook called Hello Environments. And Hello Environments walks you through uh, how to set up the perfect development environment with JavaScript. So if you guys are interested in that book, go check it out. Again, there's you guys are going to be hearing way more about this in the episodes to come. Uh, right now, I just want to give you just a quick rundown of 2015 because it was definitely a it was definitely a year where a lot got done, and a lot of it got done mostly on the on the on the backside of so on the back end of things. So, for example, there's a lot of things that happen in the background that that were not necessarily published, but are going to affect the publishing process. So again. Yeah. So next thing up is norick.com. I launched this in 2000. Well, was it 2014, late 2014? And what norick.com is, for those that don't know, it is just a web application that was originally created for for allowing me to post up my goals. And the funny thing here is that. As I was going through 2015, like I was keeping up with the goals. I was noting down every single little thing. I was tweaking this. I was tweaking that. And I was upgrading my goals and I was constantly checking in every day. But after like four or five months into the year, it got really tiring where I constantly had to go and check. And and the dialers were all messed up. The numbers were too big. Um, it just started becoming a big hassle and I just didn't want to do it anymore. So... For 2016, I'm thinking of creating a newer version where I'm going to be implementing the goal 
tracking functionality, but in a way that, um, how can I say this? In a way that it, that it only asks you for the current day. I don't know if that makes sense. So for example, let's say, let's say one of your goals is to, I don't know, run 500 miles, right? So then it would take the 500 mile goal divided by the amount of days that are available, right? Right now it's 360 because we're at the fifth today. And then that's, so then it will divide by that much. And then it will tell you kind of roughly how many miles you have to run today to make that a reality. If you run every single day. Uh, and as the day start ticking down, that value would either go up or go down. So for example, if you, you know, if your goal is to run, I don't know, hundred miles or however many miles you want to run. Right. And if you complete that goal, you just simply don't have to do anything else. So I, I feel like that would improve the application by a whole lot more if you're just tracking goals based on the day instead of based on the year. So, you know, bringing, solidifying that, bringing that down to a day, making it just a lot more realistic. I think that will improve the usability of the application and overall it would keep you more committed to actually completing that. Other than that, I published 14 articles over there. Um, I'll just, I'm just going to go ahead and read the, the titles for you guys. And you, if you guys are interested in some of these, you can get, you can go over there and check them out. No Rick.com again, no Rick.com. And that is how to add your logo as an overlay to a video using iMovie, how to set up Canon DSLR T3 as a webcam, Canon T3 iOS utility download for OS X, copy left content, how to write a good story, the perfect audio with audacity, how to create cron jobs in Ubuntu, let's talk goals, how to open the iPhone emulator slash simulator from the terminal, making it happen, how to delete n number of WordPress spam comments, shut up and ship, time where did it go, how to achieve all your goals and get a free MacBook. Again, all these blog posts can be found at norick.com. You can go check those out if, if any of those uh, titles seem catchy to you. And I also created the the, the channel for norick.com, and right now it is sitting at three subscribers uh, at the YouTube channel. And here I'm just going to be uploading anything that doesn't make it to codewithin10.com just because the codewithin10.com, I'm going to keep it more, more software-related, specifically with JavaScript and and bring you more of those high level concepts instead of like the daily how to. So all the little nice how to slash business slash slash just weird life stuff. It's going to end up on norick.com. And I think the reason for this is just because it will allow me to keep uh code with intent a lot more cleaner and, and keep the quality of the content much, much higher instead of just dumping all this garbage into codewithintent.com, which is not necessarily even related to anything. So I'm moving those articles over to norick.com. Hopefully this will clean everything up. Lastly, I published 15 new videos on that channel. Uh, the channel grew by three subscribers. And I can't wait to see what happens in 2016 with that channel just because uh, hopefully I'll be uploading more content to there more business related stuff like like processes flows marketing um all the business stuff that usually just gets ignored uh, i'll be i'll be documenting and uploading more videos there and ultimately here's what i want to show is i want to show like all the mistakes that i do make so i can actually see myself making those mistakes 
And I think once you start seeing the mistakes and then the inefficiencies in the processes that you build or you create, whatever it might be, you can actually go in there and improve them and make them better. And for 2016, one of my goals is to really, really automate things. So take automation to like a whole new level. And I've been looking at some of the tools and some of the APIs that are out there. And it is definitely possible um, to to do this. And not to only do it with software, but to actually actually create processes and systems that affect people. So when I mean people is usually like, let's say you have a task. I don't know. This task can be... This task can be a lot of things, right? Let's say you have a task that you want to um, take any new leads that your business brings in and add them to a CRM, so content relation management, or see, I think, yeah, they're called CRMs. Um, customer relationship management, yeah, CRM. So you get a new lead. The new lead goes into your CRM system. The CRM system notifies a VA, letting them know that there's a new lead that new lead that just came in. And then once the new lead comes in, yeah, once the new lead comes in, then you have the lead that that will be you know if you want if you want the lead. Uh, if you want the VA to to make a call or if you want the VA to email them or if you want the VA to verify that it's an actual real person um, and and then send it back to your CRM and then your CRM, you know, tags somebody else and that somebody else tags somebody else. And all this is just happening within the system itself. And this is more like automation. And let's say there's a tweet that goes off to, to that customer or whatever it might be. Um, when I was in Mexico, I was talking to one of the startup owners there. And we were just talking about automation and how how much you can automate out of this busy work that you do every single day. Because there's just so much busy work that doesn't really lead up to anything. It's just busy work. Um, I don't know if you guys seen this. Like, you know, you go you check your Facebook page, look at your analytics. Like, this busy work that doesn't really produce anything is just busy work. So for 2016, I'm going to be focusing a lot on automation just because this way I can uh, leverage my skills a lot more instead of just focusing on a single, you know, task or, 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 or this busy stuff that doesn't lead up to anything that is waste, that is just wasting a ton of time. So lots more automation. That's going to be very exciting. Um, lastly, I traveled to three different countries, Mexico, Guatemala, and Belize. And then within those countries, I traveled to a whole lot of cities. And in 2016, there's going to be definitely even more traveling. And I definitely want to go check out, um, I want to go and check out more of South America. Yeah. That sounds like, uh, that sounds like it's going to be a, a, a fun, fun, fun thing to do. Just because I love Central America, but I think South America is going to be even more funner. So this is like Colombia, Belize, uh, Brazil, Chile, all these different countries. Just because I've never been to them, Peru, and I just want to explore and see what it's all about over there. So definitely going to be traveling more in 2016. Uh, I'll see how that plays out. Uh, I thought I, When I was traveling in Central America, I didn't know I was going to be as, how would you say, as as effective as I was at work. I don't know if that makes sense. Like when I was, when I was traveling, I was just wasn't traveling and having a good time. Like I was still thinking about 
I was thinking about the future. I was thinking about the present. I was thinking about kind of what I wanted to accomplish. I was thinking about all these things, right? And the thing is, is that if you're any any place in the world, you're allowed to think. There's there's anybody that says you can't think, like, you know. And and I think that's gonna. I think 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 think. I think this is gonna be a, a huge trend that happens in the years to come. In, for example, the next decade. Just because I feel like there's all these third world countries um, are going to have to be moved up to the first world um, level of life in general. Just because when I was down, uh, the, the life that's currently there, it's not what it, where it's going to be. And and you can see this, like, for example, uh, Brazil's growing every year. Every year, more and more, it's growing and growing. And you can actually see companies from the U.S. actually traveling down to Brazil just because they get tax breaks and the economy is good. You, you, the government even helps you. There's there's tons of things that are happening in, in these other countries. So that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out in the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years in the future. And I definitely want to be part of that. So again, to wrap this up, because there's definitely a lot of stuff that happened in 2015. To wrap this up, uh, for 2016, you can expect more great content. CWI is going to be used. It's going to be used as a mirror for Jace Academy for the first couple of seasons, meaning you'll be getting a bunch of great content at no cost. For no Rick, there's going to be a big overhaul of all the tasks and more automation. And it can possibly uh, be pushed off to a different project uh, if I open it up to the public. Which, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it can happen. Maybe it won't. I just don't necessarily know at this point if there's an actual demand there for goal setting. So, again, I might just iterate on the idea and make it just a little bit better. And next year, come around in 2017 and make it even better and then maybe do like a public beta release for it. But yet again, I'm not hundred percent sure. We'll see how 2016 goes. And then you're going to start seeing more vlogs and workflows that I said, decide to implement in my business. So like, yeah, that automation, you know, how to hire this type of person, how to fire that type of person. And, you know, more, more of the businessy side is going to be happening at norick.com just because, uh, this is this is actually my third business. Yes, this is my third business that I have actually have started. Um, I've done consulting in the past. I've I've done a couple things here and there, and this is the third one, and it should be fun. So, hello, JS Academy. Um, if you guys are not familiar, uh, this is what I've been working on for the past six months. Uh, it's been a lot of work and there hasn't really been many updates as far as blog posts and information and kind of what's happening with jaceacademy.com. But what happened is that I was, that I was, um, experimenting for a while and I had to think, I created a small experiment and I had to imagine what the future would look like five, 10 years from now. And I asked silly questions such as, are we all going to be living in the moon? What about autonomous vehicles? How does the internet apply to all of this? How's my career going to look like? And am I going to be happy? So I have all these questions and, and 
I didn't really know how to answer them. And I was trying to figure out an answer to them just because obviously you want to position yourself where you're actually successful. And after some thought, um, it hit me like lightning. All these new innovations are going to have to be programmed. But what language are they going to use? Java? Maybe. But I think the language that's going to be used is going to be JavaScript. And the language is going to grow way beyond where we're currently using it now for for much more of a, uh, how would you say, much more robust language that does a lot more than just power up your web pages. And you can see this already now, like you're starting to see desktop applications that are that are being built with this language as well as command line tools, as well as even, even private Internet of Things items as well. Uh, so it's gonna it's it's pretty obvious we're gonna have to have engineers that are very proficient in JavaScript but not just in JavaScript they're gonna be have to be very proficient in stem so science technology engineering and math and that's gonna be very important because if you want to create great tools if you want to create great anything you're gonna have to understand these very basic building blocks of how technology is built. And that's using these four general um, principles here, which is math, engineering, technology, and science. So again, I don't want to, I don't want to dwell too much here on jaceacademy.com, but here in the next couple of weeks, you're going to start seeing more and more content relating to Jace Academy. And and the great thing is that you you can actually get all this content for free for the majority of the parts of it. So again, it's gonna be really exciting to see it actually go live. Just because I've been working on it, you know, four months now, and it's been just a tremendous amount of work. And I can't wait till I share this with you guys. So. If you have not set up some type of resolution for 2016, if that's improving your career, traveling more, or simply being more healthier, whatever your resolution might be, you will need to stick with it. Not just for the first week, but for the 360 days that are left in this year. So this is... Um, this is very important. So if you have a goal in or a resolution specifically because 2015 I had a pretty big goals that I wanted to work on and not all of them came true but a majority of them did which is pretty interesting um I had no idea that that just simply writing down what you want to accomplish and then setting sub goals for the greater goal you would be able to reach these goals right yes as silly as that might sound you would be surprised at how 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 not everybody does this they just say well, i want to lose 10 pounds and then you know they go to the gym for a week and then they stop going to the gym and then that's it again takes a lot of effort lots of discipline and lots of willpower to actually follow through with your goals and this becomes a whole lot easier if you have a plan to follow because once you have the plan to follow it's just simple implementation, you know. So if instead of instead of drinking a soda, you would just drink water. Instead of 
having chips, you would just have a salad. Like it's really easy once you understand these things. And I think 2015, that was the biggest takeaway that I took that you can literally, um, build anything you want or need, whatever you might envision. You can just literally make it into reality if you just know how. And I think 2015 for me, that was a really big, uh, revelation that I had that you can create, have, or do anything you want. So that's it for 2015. Um, whatever your resolutions for 2016 might be, I wish you the best luck completing them. And that pretty much sums it up here for episode three. Again, lots of information. If you guys want to know more about any of these links, go over to codewithintent.com forward slash podcast. You'll find them all there. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to me or if you guys have any more questions or, or if you guys are interested in something very specific, I encourage you to, to, to you know, send a tweet out, uh, write in or, or go to the contact page and just contact me and, and I can definitely, definitely say hello. So that's it for episode three. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'm very excited for 2016 and we'll see how, how it goes. Talk to you soon.